You're listening to a previously recorded episode of In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Tune in Tuesday night on Facebook for live episodes and replays on Thursdays on WJMS. The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. Well, good evening. We want to welcome you to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. And I tell you guys, we are so excited for this evening's broadcast. It's just been so awesome. Uh, man, since the last time we shared with you guys, uh, we've just been on a high. <laughs> if I if I can put it that way, we've been just literally on a high, just been enjoying life, uh, have been enjoying each other with this uh, shutdown, with us, you know, spending so much time together. And for us, I mean, we're used to spending a lot of time together anyway, so it's not a real uh, big difference for us, like, a lot of couples we're finding out aren't really used to <laughs> spending this much time with each other, uh, but we've been spending time with with each other uh, like this or or in a similar to for the last twenty three years, and so it, it's just been wonderful for us. Yes. And so uh, again, we're so excited to be with you guys on this evening, and um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting talk. Because we're going to be talking about uh, knowing your role. We're going to be talking about knowing your role. What I found out, sweetheart, is uh, a lot of people don't know their role. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's in the blended family, whether it's a husband, wife, uh, children, business, whatever. Uh, people are really struggling at this present moment with their role. What it is they should and should not be doing, or what it is they could and could not be doing, mm-hmm. and so we're going to talk about some things on tonight uh, that prayerfully empower, uh, going to encourage, is going to uplift. And I'm telling you guys, if you just uh, take some good note down and really lean into what we're going to share on tonight, it's going to bless your life tremendously. Uh, these are things and principles that. We've been living by over the last 23 years, and it just has taken our marriage and our life to a whole nother dimension. I'm not even going to say level because what we're experiencing now isn't even level stuff. <laughs> we're, we're experiencing uh, next dimensional type of relationship things. And so it's important because relationships are crumbling. I'm talking about friendships. Uh, there are studies right now that are talking about marriages uh, during this time are just like on an all-time high uh, separation and divorce. And so we declare war on divorce. You know what I'm saying? We believe in family, although we're a blended family, you know, we we made a, a commitment with each other that uh, divorce is not an option. Right. And so because divorce is not an option, man, we 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 stand in the gap for you, and divorce is not an option for you. Uh, separation is not an option for you. Uh, at the end of the day, there are a lot of things that you can just make a decision right now, and you can correct it. And we're talking about knowing your role, and there's one uh, quote that uh, my woman of God, uh, Dr. Dee Dee Freeman, she, she says this uh, when it comes to her marriage. Uh, years ago, when things weren't going quite the way they wanted it to go, she said this. She said she began to act like he was acting like he should have acted, and it changed the way she acted. And so a lot of you guys say, what <laughs> What did he just say? Listen, I'm going to say it slowly. She says she began to act like he was acting like he was supposed to be acting and it changed the way she acted. A lot of times, sweetheart, what I'm finding out is we want people to change the way they act, but we don't we don't necessarily want to change the way we act. Correct. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yes. And, and, and so, you know, I mean, because we, we've been in this thing 23 years, so we know <laughs> there were times when, guess what? She wanted me to change the way I acted. 
And you better cool believe I wanted her to change the way she acted. But the sad part about it is it didn't change the way we acted. Right. And so when I heard this, 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 this statement, it just revolutionized my thinking as related to as it relates to my role in this marriage, as it relates to my role even in my family. Because I can I can literally begin to act like she's acting like she's supposed to act. But the great thing that happens in that, it changes the way I act. Absolutely. It changes the way I act. Now watch this. When it changed the way I act, now I can see the fruit from that. I can see the fruit from my acting. Mm-hmm. And see, this is so important, man, because, you know, we we, we, we living in a, a time, sweetheart, with, with, you know, folks keeping it real. You know, I want to keep it real. You know, I, I, I ain't fake. I ain't phony. You know, it, it, this the real me. And all these dumb things that people hold on to in pride and ignorance and arrogance, and they're not living the life that they were designed to live because they don't understand that we have a role. What that role simply says is you can put on a role. You can put on a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You can put on a way of doing things in order to accomplish what it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. I- I'll give you an example. We've been talking about this a lot, you know, especially during this time. But you, one of my favorite actors is Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. And, and so with Denzel is so convincing. Follow me, guys. Denzel is so convincing that Denzel can put on a role. He could play a role. And if you're not careful, you will think Denzel is the actual person that, that he's playing. He's so good at playing that role that he now allow he'll now get you to believe that he's the person in that role and watch this when you believe he's the person in that role guess what happens after that now you're following him but this is the part that people miss there's a payday that comes with playing that role (laughs) there's a payday that comes along with playing that role the reason why you're not getting the play you're not getting the payday is because you won't play the role you want to keep it real. You don't want to be fake. You don't want to be phony. But guess what, baby? When you know there's something attached to what it is you're doing, right. when you know that there's something attached that's greater than where you are and what you're experiencing, then you have no problem with playing that role because you know ultimately what it is you want to experience out of that life and out of that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage you guys, man, know your role. Guess what? There's nothing wrong with reading the script and playing a role. There's nothing wrong. The problem is many are not reading the script. Many people not reading the script, man. And so they don't know what their role is. And when you don't know what your role is, you can't pop, you can't properly play your role. Many people trying to play a role that they haven't even been given the script for. Yeah, but <laughs> oh my goodness. Can you imagine? It's it's a commercial that comes on. Ah, uh, it's a it's a commercial that comes on. It's it's a car it's a car insurance commercial. Uh, what they call the guy, the the the, the uh, African American gentleman. Uh, is it Allstate? Uh, oh man, I forgot the name of the commercial. But anyway, the guy that they're supposed to be reading the lines for a commercial, and the, and the guy in the commercial he's going over. The insurance policy. And they stopped because they, they're oh, filming yeah. a commercial. They're filming a commercial in a commercial and they stopped the guy because he's not even reading the role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so busy caught up on the insurance that he's talking to the guy about insurance when they actually supposed to be shooting a commercial. Right. And many times, instead of you doing what it is you supposed instead of you reading your role, you're doing something else. You caught up on something else. And guess what? You can't get paid that way. The only way you're going to get paid is if you read the script. The only way you're going to get paid is if you follow the role. And so you got to know what your role is. Right. And sometimes that role is humility. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that role is submission. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that role is caring. Sometimes that role is being an ear. Sometimes that role is, role is, 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 is giving a shoulder. 
that role isn't always what you think it is or what you want it to be. But if you follow it, you'll get everything out of it that you're supposed to get. Right. And so, man, we want, listen, if you are a blended family, you know somebody that's intended on being a blended family, you want to tune in on tonight because we're going to share some things. I'm telling you, know your role. When you know your role, it's huge. I, I never forget um, a couple years ago, I was driving Uber and I picked up this guy. And when I picked up the guy, uh, just out of the blue, the guy just started just sharing with me about what he was going through in his marriage. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. guy said, uh, yo, man, um, are you married? I said, yeah. He said, yeah, because I, I saw your ring on your finger. And he said, uh, man, I blew it. I messed up. And, I, and you know, when a guy say he blew it and messed up, for most of us, you kind of go to one or two things. You know, it's not many things that a guy going to say he blew it and messed up on right. as it relates to his marriage and his relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I said, uh, so so what happened? And he said, yeah, man, um, you know, he had an affair and his wife didn't know anything about it. And he just felt so guilty. He didn't, you know, he didn't know what to do. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, so, so what got you to that place? Cause you know, okay, you did that. There's nothing we could do about that, but at least let us get an understanding of what got you to that place. So now we can know how to deal with whatever you're dealing with to keep you from going here. Right. And he, right. you know, he said, you know, man, I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm unappreciated, you know, I'm paying the bills and, and, you know, I'm making sure this is done and I'm, I'm making sure that is done. And, and I just feel like, you know, she, she don't appreciate what I'm doing. And, you know, me, you know, I, I, I'm the kind of person I like interaction. Mm-hmm. And so I, I listened to what he was saying. And then I said, OK, well, uh, answer this question for me. If you weren't married, would you still do those things? And he said, you know, most definitely I'll still do those things. I said, well, then that tells me that that's not the role you're supposed to be getting paid for because you're looking to get a payday off of something that has nothing to do with your role. Because the role of a husband had, is not the same as the role of a man. The role of a man is what you're gonna do anyway. You're gonna make sure you keep a roof over your head. You're gonna make sure that you're paying your bills. You're gonna make sure that you got food in the house. You're gonna make sure certain things are there because you're gonna do that whether you're married or not. Absolutely. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna take care of yourself whether you're married or not. I said, so you gotta understand her position. If you if that thing, if what you're doing or what you're throwing in her face as what you're doing is what you would do without her, then it's apparent that that's not the role she's looking for. That's not the parent. That's apparent that that's not even a role you should be playing because you have to know what role to play at what specific time. (laughs) He was like, wow, I never thought about that. Nobody ever, you know, explained it to me that way. Mm -hmm. I said, well, let's keep it real. Since you want to keep it real, you want to be honest. If you're doing those things anyway, then it's apparent that that's not the role. That's not it. Right. That's not what she's looking for. Because in her mind and in her heart and her opinion, guess what? She's figuring that you're going to do this thing anyway. That that's what you're going to be doing anyway. And so, man, you know, we we had a great talk after that. And, um, you know, it, it, it blessed them so much so that the guy left me a twenty dollar tip. You know, and it was like, but again, understanding your role, understanding what you should be doing, when you should be doing it, and so I, you know, just talking with people even during this time, most people don't know their role. Right. You know, you're so frustrated by by things that are happening, and let me say this, guys, change is necessary. Change is necessary. Don't fight change. Embrace it. Let me say this. The people that are going to be successful during this time, the people that are going to maximize this time, the people that are going to strive during this time are people that's apt to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People that have no problem with change, that, that are willing to change, that understand that change is necessary. Those are the ones that's going to prosper and be blessed in this time. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones. I, I said it last week. Who would have thought people could make six figures, seven figures making masks? 
Yeah. Who who would have thought that? I mean, that to me, that's mind blowing. That is so many people that are making big money just designing masks. Right. I mean, you got masks with business logos on it, church logos on it, family logos on it. Uh, they got they got masks all with kinds of- all kind of masks. Masks for children. <laughs> we saw masks for babies. I mean, it's like what? Like who would have thought we would be living in a time? Where people are making serious money just designing masks. Guess what? Those are people that are after change. Those are people that understand that not only is change necessary, but I can change in the change. Absolutely. Because unfortunately, so many people are afraid to change in the change because they think they're gonna lose them. Now, this is my question to that. If you're not really happy with you anyway, what difference does it make if you lose you? I mean, let's be real about it. If you're not if you're not living the abundant lifestyle, if you don't have all needs met and more in store to be able to take care of others, then what, what are you holding on to? Why are you so resistant to change? When God said, "We're the head and not the tail, above only, never beneath." Lenders are not borrowed, right? And you're not living that lifestyle. And you fight and change, man. Guess what? You you are a prime candidate to change. <laughs> you're a prim- and, and when you change, you experience life on such a level that you've never even imagined before. The people that you're looking at that that's thriving, I mean, that's really living life. Guess what? Those are people that's after change. Yeah. They understand that change is necessary. They're not going to lock themselves into long term things. Because they understand that change is necessary. A lot of people are locked into even sayings that they said. Mm-hmm. You can't even make an adjustment because you don't want to change from your position. I'll never do that. I'll never do this. I'll never do that. Well, guess what? The never thing that you said you would never do is probably the thing you should be doing right now to take your life to another level, to another dimension. I, I, I remember I remember years ago, even I, I go back to this because this is one of the things that I did that kind of blew my mind once I started doing it. But I remember even when I first started driving Uber. And, you know, it was like I never saw myself doing it. I mean, I love driving. I, I love the interaction that I was making with people, but I didn't see myself doing what I ultimately started doing, doing it. That's a lot of dudes, <laughs> you know, but I, I never forget that first year, the second year I was driving Uber, I made over a hundred thousand dollars. And it was like, it's like, really? I mean, but most when you, when you say that people be like, really? Yeah. Watch this. That was something I was doing that I never saw myself doing. I did, you know, I even said at times that I would never do something like that, but th- but I was at the change. I was smart enough to know that, hey, guess what? This thing can lead to something bigger. This thing can not only provide for you what you need to be, what you need provided for you, but it can also free you up to do other things. And because I had that understanding, guess what happened? It freed me up. It gave me the, the ability not only to make some decent money, but also to be free to do what I wanted to do for myself and my family, as well as ministry. And so, guys, change is necessary. Not only is change necessary, man, change is what you need. Many of you right now, you're watching us, you're frustrated. You're angry with what's going on. You're looking at this, this pandemic and, and you feel like, you know, there's nothing you can do. History is proven that more millionaires, more billionaires are birthed during times like this than any other times in history. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. History has proven this, that more millionaires and billionaires are birthed out of times like this. That's hopeful. God, that, that should give you some hope, man. That, that should give you a position like, you know what? <laughs> let, me, let me reassess some things. Let me re, you know, let me reevaluate some things because if, if people are becoming multi-millionaires at times like this, then maybe I need to change the way I'm thinking. <laughs> maybe I need to change the way I'm thinking. 
There's a saying that we used to hear growing up called stinking thinking. Too many people have stinking thinking. Too many people have it, man. They got yeah, stinking thinking. Can you say that again? I said, I've had it. <laughs> what you mean? I've had stinking thinking. I didn't always think that things were was possible or could be. And when you get understanding that all things are possible, then that means it's wide open. You can have whatever you say. So hold on, say it again. I, I want to follow that. Say it again. It's wide open. You can have whatever you say. But you say it's something about if you if you believe. Yeah, if you believe that all things are possible. It, but that's scripture though, right? Absolutely. Because the Bible says all things are possible to if them that believe. believe. Yeah. That, this is the mind-blowing part about this, guys, is that it didn't say all things are possible to those that are saved. It didn't say all things are possible to those that believe in Jesus Christ. It says all things are possible to them that believe. So if you believe, guess what? All things are possible. Because there are many millionaires that don't believe. Like you believe. There are many billionaires that don't believe like you believe. But guess what? Their dream was possible. What they envisioned for their life was possible. Why? Because they just chose to believe. And all we want to do is stop by tonight, man, and encourage you just to believe. Believe that it's possible. I don't care what it looks like. Remember I told you that the, the statement that, that uh, Dr. Didi used to say, or that she said that she used to get her to where she's at now. She said she began to act like he was acting the way he should have been acting, and it changed the way she acted. And because it changed the way she acted, now she was open to receive everything that she, she was open to receive the payment that came along with that role. Because it was a let me tell you something, guys. That was a role she played. She played a role because she understood that there were millions on the back end. When you understand, man, that the payday is on the back end of your role, <laughs> you have no problem with playing that role. You have no problem with doing what you got to do to get what you want. Why? Because payday is coming. Mm -hmm. The problem is you want payday before you put in the work. You want payday before you believe. You want payday before you get some effort and some action. No, that's not how this thing going to work. It's going to work when you begin to play your role. When you begin to put on that thing that you're really seeking and desire and say, I'm going to get it regardless of what it looks like. Regardless of what it feels like, I'm going to obtain this. Guess what? It'll begin to change everything in your life. It'll be, I, I did it for myself. The role I was playing was the Grinch. I was mean, angry, <laughs> nasty. I mean, the whole nine yards. But when I begin to change that role, when I looked at the payday was, that was behind the role I should have been playing all along, Oh, man, it was an eye-opener for me. Mm -hmm. It was an eye-opener for me. Dude, you got to change this because there's a whole lot that you could be getting out of this marriage. There's a whole lot that you could be getting out of this relationship. There's a whole lot that you could be getting out of this family that you're not getting because you won't change your role. You don't know your role. A script has already been written for you to get the abundant life. There's a script that all that's already been written for you to have just what you want in life, but you won't play that role because you so stuck on doing things your way, doing things how you feel instead of doing things the way it was written for you. I just found out, man, that when I play the role, when I, when I follow the script, life is so much easier. <laughs> life is so much easier. Let me tell you something. It's a good feeling, man. When this one right here want to be around me all the time. That's a good feeling. Because <laughs> I remember when she used to pull out the pom-poms when I would go to the other room. <laughs> I remember when she would pull out the pom-poms when I would leave to go to work. I remember those days. I remember when she would pull out the pom-poms, man, when I had to work late or I was doing something and I wasn't around. But to have her pulling out the pom-poms because I'm home 
because she's enjoying my time. She's enjoying my company. I mean, we're just bouncing ideas off each other. We're just uh, building each other and really just uh, encouraging and uplifting each other. That That is such an awesome feeling when you're walking in that level of relationship. When you're walking in that level of relationship. Change how you think about change. Listen to this, guys. People don't hate change. This is what I found out. My wife didn't hate change. This is what she did hate. She hated the way I was trying to change her. <laughs> it wasn't a change that she hated. She hated the way I was trying to change her. And, and, and that's what a lot of people deal with, sweetheart. A lot of, a lot of people not dealing with, with the change itself. They dealing with the way folks trying to change them. You know, you, 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 they're finding a way. If you a wife and you want change, think about how you're trying to change your husband. If you're a husband and you want change, think about how you're trying to change your wife. If you, if you, if you're a parent and you want change, think about the way you're trying to change your children. Because it's not that they don't like change. They just do not like the way you're trying to change them. They're going to buck against the role. The role is already there, but they're not going to follow that role because they don't like the way you're delivering it. <laughs> yeah. They don't like the way that they're delivering it. Just think about this. Think about how you want somebody to get you to change. Think about how you want somebody to relate to you as it, as it relates to change. And then think about how you're dealing with them as it relates to change. And guess what? It'll change all of that. People don't hate change. They just hate the way you're trying to change it. Our biggest temptation, man, in fulfilling our role, our biggest temptation is to blame someone or something for our current situation. You, you know, it's so tempting. It was so tempting for me to blame her for my actions. <laughs> It was so it was so tempting. And, and, and guess what? For a moment I did. For a moment, I did blame her for my behavior. For a moment, I did blame her for my actions because it was so tempting. It was so easy to not look at the man in the mirror. It was so it man, you know, you know, Michael Jackson was prophetic. <laughs> It was so easy talking to the man and uh, not talking to the man in the mirror. It was so because guess what? That man in the mirror was the man in the change. But guess what? It was easy for me to blame somebody else for not changing. It was easy. It was easy to look at her and say, she's the reason why I think the way I think and I act the way I act. No, I was the reason why. And until I was honest with me, until I sat me down in the chair and said, you need to get yourself together. Then, the change never took place. Mm -hmm. But that moment I finally set myself down and, and dealt with me, I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday, man. I had to literally go to each one of my family members, meaning my wife and my daughters, and sit them down and apologize for my behavior. <laughs> I'm talking about boo-hoo, power, power, whatever they call it. I mean, just having boo-hoo sessions, right. sitting down, crying to my wife, I'm sorry for my behavior. You know, I apologize for how I was acting. I was so, you know, just selfish and foolish. Going with, sitting down with my daughters, apologizing to them for, you know, my monstrous attitude and, and disposition about things. And, and man, when I do that, you know what happened? Change took place. Deliverance to place, healing to place. You know where it's not where you know I move beyond them not wanting to be around me to them loving being around me, to them not wanting to communicate with me to them loving to communicate with me, to them not wanting to share things with me to them wanting to share things with me. Right. But it all took me looking at myself and saying, you know what? I can't blame others for what I'm doing. You can make excuses, you can make progress, but you can't do both. <laughs> yeah. You can make excuses. 
Because many people right now, baby, they're making excuses. You can make progress. Some people are making progress. Mm -hmm. But what you can't do is you can't do both. And that's important to understand, guys, because many of you want change. Many of you want things to be different than what they are. You want to experience more than what you experience, but you can't make progress. And excuses. <laughs> and excuses at the same time. You can't. You can't make progress when you're constantly making excuses. The reason why we're not where we want to be is because of this. The reason why we don't have what we want to have is because of that. The reason why, the reason why, the reason why. Okay, man, forget the reason why. What are you going to do about the reason why? <laughs> okay, we've identified the reason why. That, okay, we've established the reason why. Now what are you going to do? Because just identifying the reason why, just, just by establishing the reason why, isn't going to bring forth change. Right. It's not going to take things to that, to that level and dimension that you really want in life. It's, that's not going to do anything. It's just like 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 trying to lose weight. Okay, we we identified you like cheeseburgers. <laughs> but what is that gonna do? That's not gonna do nothing if you don't work out. That's not gonna do anything if you don't begin to alter your, your, your eating habits. That's not gonna do anything if you don't begin to discipline yourself. You just identify you like cheeseburger. Guess what? We all like cheeseburgers. <laughs> but it's not gonna make a difference until you begin to stop making excuses. And start making progress. Okay, just eat one burger a day. Eat a half a burger. Eat one burger a week. There's many ways you can begin to make adjustments. Too many times we think you got to go cold turkey. You, There aren't many people that can go cold turkey and stuff. There aren't many. There are some. There are some people that say, you know what? I'm not doing this no more. And guess what? They stop and they don't do it anymore. Right. Right. There, there are some people that 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 have that level of discipline. Mm-hmm. But then there are there are some that understand that okay, I can I can make minor adjustments mm-hmm. until I'm no longer doing this. Mm-hmm. Scripture said it like this: there were some that would heal instantly, and there were some that would heal as they went. Now, my, this is my thing right here. If the Bible has enough understanding that it happens certain several different ways, then you can have that same understanding. Because <laughs> some things don't just happen overnight. Some things happen because you're making steps. It's, it's like, like we were talking the other night, and you know, and there's some movies that you see people walking out on ledges, and then every step they take, there's a plank that comes underneath of their feet. And so they take another step and a plank come under their foot. And then another step and a plank come on or a rock or, or whatever right. comes under their feet to, to stabilize them and to get them across. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some things, guys, that you're just going to have to make steps. You're going to have to make steps knowing that the plank is coming. Every time you make a step, the plank is there. You might don't see the plank, but that don't mean the plank isn't coming. Mm-hmm. Many times we're trying to figure things out when all we got to do really is walk it out. You're trying to figure something out when all you got to do is walk it out. Because guess what? When you walk it out, everything that you need to get across will begin to align itself and it begin to form in the direction you're going. Many are not seeing things because you refuse to walk it out. Change the way he's acting. No, change. If you if you change the way you look at how he's acting. You begin to change the way you're acting, and it'll change you. And ultimately, you'll get from that exactly what you're looking for. You'll get it. You know how many times we wanted each other to change as it relates to some things in this relationship? <laughs> and and, and, and uh, we, we begin to uh, express the desires for those changes. Did y'all catch that? Express the desires for changes. Well, guess what? In I expressing the desires for changes, what happened, baby? We ain't changed. We made it worse. (laughs) What what happened? It made it worse. It made it worse. It really did. It made it worse. And so we want to encourage you guys. If you're not careful, your boldest declarations 
can become your biggest limitations. If you're not careful in this season, guys, if you're not careful, your boldest declarations can become your biggest limitations. We talked about change. Many people are bound by declarations that they made years ago. They, they're bound by declarations that they made months ago, that they made weeks ago and days ago. They're bound because they're so prideful that they can't put that, they can't go back on that declaration. Nobody going to ever do me like this. Nobody going to ever treat me like this. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. And guess what? You're bound by that. You've now limited yourself by that bold declaration. And not having enough understanding or enough sense to say, you know what, man, forget what I said. <laughs> I know what I said. Right. <laughs> yeah, move past that. What'd you say? Move past that. Gotta move past that, man. I, I know what I said. But when I'm looking at what I said and I'm looking at what I'm getting, and I'm and I'm understanding that, man, I'm not getting what I should be getting out of this, then what I said don't mean nothing. It doesn't mean a thing because ultimately it's about what I'm looking for. What, I, what, what, what I'm desiring, what God has promised me as it relates to things. Mm -hmm. And if my life isn't fulfilling those promises, I can't blame him. I got to look at me. Maybe there's some declarations that you have made that you just got to look back and say, you know what? Forget that. I know, I know what I said. <laughs> right. I know what I said, but I know what I want. Mm -hmm. And what I said and what I want aren't matching up. So something got to change. Right. I got to change one of these. Right. And I'll be stupid to keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. That's called insanity. Insanity is doing the same things, but you're expecting a different result. Right. And too many people right now, you're walking in insanity. And guess what? This is not the time to be insane. <laughs> this is not the time to be. It's too many people right now struggling because they locked down. They locked in. They don't want to change. They're limited by their bold declarations and they don't want to move. They don't know their role. When you know your role, guess we were looking at a movie and what's the girl name? Atkins. Essence. Essence Atkins. We were looking at a movie the other evening with uh, Essence Atkins in it. And, you know, we, we the type of people, we love Googling. You know, we'll Google anything. If a word we don't understand or know, we're going to Google it. We're going to get some understanding. You know, we want to understand something or learn something about a person, we'll Google it. And so, this young lady has so many roles that she had played over the years. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's had like countless television shows that she's been on, countless movies that she's been in, that, that, that she's been in. <laughs> been, been. Wow, that was good. <laughs> she's had so many roles, but guess what? She That means that she has the ability to change. Right. She has the ability to change. Because there's different roles for each um, movie or show that she's in. Different roles. Different roles. But guess what? Guess what's attached to all those roles? Her? No. What? A payday. Oh. There's a payday. <laughs> right. No, really. There's a payday. It's simple. I'm learning, guys. We, we make this simple complicated. And this thing really isn't that difficult. If you're willing, you can have it. If you're willing, you can have it. She flex. She was so flexible in her understanding of the different roles that she could play that she's constantly making money. She's constantly receiving a payday. All you got to do is be flexible, man. Understand that, okay, today I'll play this role. Tomorrow I'll play this role. That role doesn't diminish you. Too many times we think that role diminishes diminishes us, so we won't play that role because you know I'm 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 a man, you know, and, and, and you you just ain't gonna treat me like that, or, or vice versa. But there's a payday attached. Mm -hmm. There's something that you want to get out of this thing that if you just begin to play that role, you will get everything you want out of it. You'll get everything you want out of it. Just play your role. You gotta ask yourself this question. Have I made some bold promises that are now limiting my progress? That's, that's the question you got to ask yourself. Because most of us got, 
most of us don't have nothing but time right now. <laughs> so you can look and really be honest with yourself and say, you know what? Have I made some bold promises that are now limiting my progress? Because we've been so accustomed to doing things on our own terms. Yeah. And what has your own terms gotten you? Frustrated, busted, disgusted, can't be trusted. <laughs> you know, same, same as growing up. I mean, really, so many people, man, are just busted, disgusted. Why? Why? Was it because of what you said? Now, now you can't go back on it? It's nothing wrong with going back on that, especially when you realize that that's the very thing that's hindering you. That's the very thing that's stopping your progress, that's stopping your elevation and your promotion and your increase. I told my wife, I said, listen, I don't got time for anything that's going to clog my money up. I don't got time for anything that's going to clog my progress up. Anything that's going to clog my marriage up, I don't have time for it. If that means that, guess what? I can't snap back. I, I, I can't respond the way I want to respond. I can't say what I want to say. Get, that, that means I can't do that because that's the very thing that's been clogging things up. Rare Run used to say this. Y'all remember Rare Run? Whose house? Run's house. Remember that? He had that show. And he's always at the end of, at the, end of the, uh, the, the, the show, he will always have this, uh, this thing where he has, he's in a tub mm -hmm. and he has all, he's taking a big bubble bath mm -hmm. and he's texting his thoughts. He's, okay. he's journaling his thoughts. And, and I never forget there was one episode that he said this. He said, I would rather be in love than to be right. Man, that revolutionized the way I saw my relationship with my wife. I would rather be in love than to be right. And that's when I really started looking at how I was acting. That's when I really started looking at how I was acting because that was like, like 13, 13, 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I started looking at like, wow, I really would rather be in love. I would really rather my family want to be around me <laughs> and want to spend time with me than to have my chest stuck out like I was right all the time. Because you write all the time, but then nobody want to be bothered with you. You write all the time, but nobody want to spend time with you. You're right all the time, but nobody want to be around you. Then guess what? Being right all the time can't be right. right. <laughs> it, can't, it can't be right if nobody want to be bothered with you. If nobody want to be around you, then being right cannot be right. It cannot be right. Every major crisis creates unprecedented opportunities. Man, we're in a time where, where this, this crisis is creating unprecedented opportunities. Watch this. Not just, not just for you financially, but this is creating some unprecedented opportunities even for your relationships, even for your marriage, even for, for your ministry. For every area of life, this crisis is presenting some unprecedented opportunities. If you work this crisis right, man, your, your, your communication with your wife will never be the same. Your communication with your husband will never be the same. Your communication with your children will never be the same. I'm going to tell you something. This one right here, she talks to her daughters all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but during this crisis, <laughs> it's been unprecedented. <laughs> it's been unprecedented. I'm talking about they talking all the time. I'm like, can I get some conversation? No, I think quite like that. <laughs> That's what she say. But it's but again, it creates an unprecedented opportunity though, because too many people during this time they're not communicating, they're not talking. They're not, they're not relating to each other the way they should be. And so every major crisis creates unprecedented opportunities. It's not just about the money. It's about relationships. It's about business. It's about communication. It's about a whole lot of different things that can be unprecedented in your life. 
if you will allow this opportunity to create what has been, even in this crisis, we are finding out that people are starting to even, those people that weren't communicating with each other are now communicating. Friendships that, that were, were torn apart, that were broken, that were mangled, that, that were messed up, are now beginning to mend. Family members who weren't even communicating with each other, who weren't even talking with each other because of COVID now are checking in on each other. Man, I, I was just thinking about, you know, I know we ain't talked in a long while, but uh, I just I just wanted to call and say I love you. I just wanted to call and let you know I was thinking about you. And, and they, before this time, they wasn't even doing those things. They weren't even communicating like that. Guess, guess what? This major crisis is now creating an unprecedented opportunity. It's creating an opportunity for you to get things right, for you to fix this stuff, man, for you to get this thing in line and in order. All you got to do is take advantage of it. If you are taking advantage of this time, you will get from this time everything that was designed for you to get from it. We look at crisis as being bad. Crisis ain't always bad. Crisis is not always bad. There, there's, there could be some great things that come out of crisis. If you're open, if you would open your ear to hear, you could find a lot of things that will be great for you to come out of this crisis. You must obsess over the why. Knowing your role. Why am I playing this role? Why am I doing this? You got to be, you got to obsess over that thing, man. You got to obsess over that. I mean, why? Why, why, why ask why? <laughs> That's the commercial said. Why? You got to obsess over the why. Why are you doing this? Why, why, why is there a need to do that? Why is there a need to play this role? The need to play this role is that I can be doing half all that I've been designed to be doing half. Right. And if I haven't, if I haven't been being, <laughs> and if I haven't been doing, and if I haven't been having, then guess what? That means I need to change this role. Right. Because it's apparent the role that I've been playing has not been giving me the fruit that I thought it should be giving me. I haven't been benefiting from this thing. And so, wow. Anything you wanted to add to that, babe? Uh, no. Because your world has changed, we must change too. The world has changed. You know, we, we guess what? Embrace this new norm. So many people fighting this thing, man. And I, and I know you're used to doing certain things. I know you like doing certain things. But, but there are some things that you can embrace from this. Man, that could be so fulfilling. Yeah. It could be so fulfilling. I remember I, I, I joked about this early on. Most of y'all sitting right now watching us work on jobs that told you that they could not allow you to do what, babe? Uh, work from home. They cannot allow you to telework. Lie to your face. <laughs> they lie. You can't work from home in this position. You can't. You can't be effective from home in this position. And man, you are you are that much more effective now, being at home teleworking than you was at the office. <laughs> they they're getting more productivity out of people now working from home than they was when people was at the office. And them jokers sat there and told you in your face, you can't work from home. We can't do that. <laughs> you know how many people, we, we talked about this for years, right? Mm -hmm. Man, I'd be glad, but you could, I, I wish they'd let you do. I tell my wife when she was working a regular nine to five, I tell her all the time. I sure wish you could work from home. And now the, now the people that's doing the job she was doing, working from home. <laughs> This the very same thing that the company told her that she could not do, that they couldn't do for her. Now that's what they're doing. Unprecedented, man. Unprecedented. And they're acting to change. Mm -hmm. And you can get from this thing the same thing. Sometimes things get worse. Hey, man, you know, sometimes things do get worse before they get better. Yeah. Sometimes they do, but that don't mean it's not going to get better. That don't mean it's, it's not. That's, that doesn't mean that you're not going to bounce back. Right. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be on top. Right. Just because things have gotten worse, 
that don't mean it's not going to get better. Sometimes in that setback or, you know, sometimes during this time, some people might have had a setback or something, you know, but it will get better. Because cause that, that setback may do what? Make it for a greater comeback. It's a, it's, it puts you in a position for a greater better. comeback. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, it'll, it'll make you assess things. Right. And when you assess things, you can access things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you begin to assess things, you can now begin to access things. But you sometimes you won't assess things when things are all rosy rosy. When things are hunky dory, people don't hunky dory. Look at this one. <laughs> when things are going the way you wanted to go, people don't always assess things. Right. They don't make an assessment of what's going on, and that's why they don't always access things because you won't make an assessment. Right. And so you can use this time where it seems like things are getting worse to now assess these so that now you can access things and they can become better. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in, in the line of things that we do, there's no losses. They're just what, babe? Wins. No, there's no losses. Oh, oh lessons. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> That's what happens sometimes when you get a little distracted when you're doing something. But there's no losses. There are lessons. And she's just working on some social media stuff, so yeah, I'm just I'm just messing with her. But no, really, most people don't understand. There aren't losses; there are lessons. If you can look at that thing that you're calling a loss and figure out what it is you need to learn from that, or what it is you can learn from it, because not everything is for you for you to. Not everything that's done is for you to learn, but everything that that's done. You can learn. Right. Did that make sense? Yeah. Not everything that's done is for you to learn. But in everything that's done, you can learn. Right. You can learn something from everything that's being done. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is open yourself up to receive it. Mm -hmm. There's lessons, man, that's right before you. Mm -hmm. Miracles are hidden in plain sight. Healing is right there before you. Things are right in sight. All you got to do is just be open to hear it and see it and receive it. Two reasons why people change. Two reasons why. Two reasons why people change. Hear this clearly, guys. There's two reasons why people change. One, they change out of desperation. The other, they change out of inspiration. Those are two reasons why people change. People change because they're desperate or because they inspire. You just got to choose which one of these is going to be the motivator in your change. I would rather change because I'm inspired to change than because I'm desperate to change. It's like losing weight. Most people that lose weight, they lose weight out of desperation, not inspiration. What do you mean? Diabetes high blood pressure, all those ailments that come with with, with carrying that weight around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Joints aching and all all these different things that your body begin to break down because you're carrying so much weight. That's desperation. But when you lose weight because you just realize that that you have purpose in life and that you need to be around for your children's children and that you want to make impact in the earth, that's inspiration because that's not that's not motivated by uh, an evil report. Right. That's not motivated by something somebody told you you need to do or unless mm-hmm. it's motivated because you understand that there's a bigger purpose that's out there for you to fulfill. And if you don't do this, you won't obtain that. And so that is it, so important. Oh, oh man, listen, guys, we, we almost out of time, but we just want to encourage you guys on tonight. Know your role. Find out what it is you should be doing and then do it. 
don't keep looking at your current circumstances and your current situation and don't make a change. Today is a byproduct of the choices and decisions you made on yesterday. Let me say that again. The life you're living today is a byproduct of the choices and decisions that you made on yesterday. Tomorrow will be a byproduct of the choices and decisions you make today. Now you make a choice. You make a decision. Which life you want? Which life you gonna live? Because those that's living the good life, they understand that. And guess what? They're so conscious, conscientious in their decision-making. They're so purposeful in their decision-making because they understand that in their decision-making, tomorrow is, 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 is inevitable. They understand that. So they understand that, guess what? If I want a better tomorrow, I got to make a better decision today. If I don't want what I've experienced on yesterday, I got to make a better, a better I got I have to make a better decision today. Because the decision I make today will determine the life I live on tomorrow. Hey guys, what 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 decision are you going to make? What are you going to decide to do? What decision are you going to make for a better tomorrow? It's not too late. It's not too late. I don't care what it looks like. It's not it's not too late until it's late. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not too late until it's late. Yeah. Never too late. As long as you're living, you can always make a better choice. Always. You can always make a better choice. You can. I, unfortunately, it may not feel that way, but that doesn't mean it's not that way. Right. It doesn't. Sunday, we watched the apostle, our past apostle, Michael Freeman. We watched him lift some weights. And it was so hilarious to us because, you know, we, we work out. And so it wasn't hilarious that he was lifting the weights. It was hilarious the fact that when he lifted the weights that he was lifting, he had so much strength and energy that he could lift even more than he lifted. And when you understand that, God, so many of you right now, you looking at those dumbbells. You're looking at that circumstance. You're looking at that situation. And you think this thing is too big. You think it's too heavy. You just ain't laid down, man, and begin to push. <laughs> so, some of, for some of you, all you got to do is lean back and just push. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is lean back and push. You'll be surprised how much strength you have, how much energy you have. I told my wife, you know, because we certain things we do, and then we'll, we'll rearrange our, our workouts for certain parts of our bodies. And I used to do chin-ups a lot. And so I hadn't done chin-ups in like a couple months. And we were talking the other day, and I said, hey, man, I could bust out and do 10 pull-ups right now. And I ran upstairs, and I mean, I knocked those things out. But guess what? My muscle had memory. And I knew that if I would just begin to move in that direction, what I said I can do, I will be able to do it. All you got to do is move, man. All you got to do is believe. All you got to do is trust that you are able to do it. You're able. You're able. I don't care what it looks like. You're able. You can make it. You've already made it. (laughs) The great thing about this walk in life, sweetheart, is he's already looked at the end or the beginning from the end. So he stood at the end and said, already know the course they got to go. And he's laid this thing out. All we got to do is walk it. I don't care what it looks like right now. You're overcoming. You're victorious. You can make it, man. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Fret not. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I promise you. It's going to be, it's getting better. It's not going to be better. It's getting better. It's getting better even as we speak. Right. You know why? Because you're changing the way you see it. I'm going to close with this, we all, because we're almost out of time. Yeah. Remember this, guys, in our closing. The man that believes he can and the man that believes he can't are both usually right. The man that believes he can and the man that believes he can't, they're both usually right. 
So which one are you going to be? We love you guys. We thank you for tuning in to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. We pray that something we shared on this evening will be encouraging, uplifting, that it will just uh, take your life and your family and your marriage, and your ministry to a whole nother level and dimension. We love you guys. How can they reach us? Um, email. We are a blended family at gmail.com or via our um, website in the blender ministries.com and tune in on Thursday from eight to nine on WJMS uh, radio um, for a replay of tonight's broadcast. And until next week, see you next time. We love you guys. We and thank you for tuning in. Until next blessed. time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Don't forget to tune in Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. on Facebook for live episodes and replays on Thursdays on WJMS. And know that we are here because the blended family can get a little messy. Thanks for listening. Tune in 24-7 at WJMSRadio.com.